Good morning. Today's Tainus Esther. Have an easy fast, meaningful fast. We continue where we left off. Sachim, the Mishnah 96a. Look, Mishnah. What's the difference between Pesach, the first Pesach, which they did in Mitzrayim, and the Pesach we do every year? Pesach, Mitzrayim, Mechim, Basar. You have to purchase it on the 10th of Nisan. They were commanded to purchase it on the 10th of Nisan. And they had to sprinkle the blood with a uh, with a bundle of, of, of uh, grass. Valamashkevish on the lentil and the two and the two uh, doorposts. And the lentil and the and the two doorposts. and they had to eat it quickly. One night, the Pesel Dedas Ne Kol Shiva. But the Pesach of the generation, they call Shiva. The mother will explain. What do you mean? Of course, every Pesach you only eat at night. Every carbon Pesach you only allowed to eat it at night. What's the difference? He's, he's saying the mission is telling us what this, what's different about the first Pesach from all the other Pesachs that followed. None of these things that he listed are required by every Pesach. That's what he says, but it wasn't. It wasn't. They were quick. Yeah. You have to eat it with your, with your everything ready to go. And hey, that's the mission. Look, thinking about it. I mean, all How do we know this? How do we pass up Thursday? Yes, that's seven days. In other words, it was only a yamtiv, right? It was only a yamtiv for one day, and here it was a yamtiv for seven days. Yeah. Then Pesach was only one day, and here it was only a yamtiv for seven days. How do we know this? Maybe whatever they did the first Pesach around is, is incumbent every Pesach. See, it says, Speak to the Jewish people. And Parashas boy, when Hashem spoke to Moshe, he says, Tell the Jewish people. But also, on the 10th of this month, and they should take this, they should purchase the animal from the 10th of Nisan. In other words, when they purchased it, they designated it as a as a sacrifice. They're buying it for the sake of a sacrifice. In Pesach, it says ze viku ze mikhem baser. Only this one must be purchased from the tent. In Pesach, they just mikhem baser. But the Pesach of generations, you don't have to buy on the tent. Elamiyatov, that's the case. Voilechem lemishmedes. When it says that it should be al mishmeres, you have to watch it till the fourteenth. Also over here, we're going to say also it says they also have to watch the animal. In other words, you have to take it four days in advance and make sure, check the animal, make sure it has no defect. It's a kosher animal. So you're going to say also there, also the Torah says, Hazeh, this. Are you going to tell me that it's only that Pesach, the first Pesach around, they have to uh, check it for four days, but afterwards, all following uh, Pesach, you don't have to. But Tani, we learn the B'raiseb, and Bagbag and Bagbag says, how do we know Lutamit? that the daily sacrifice you have to check it four days in advance you have to check it and recheck it and make sure that there's no defect because it says by the carbon tamid by the daily sacrifice you should watch it to make sure that you can offer it on time in a timely way well, so the language is Tishmru he said earlier by the carbon Pesach the first Pesach in Mitzrayim it says that you should buy it on the 4 on the 10 and then you should hold it and watch it what do you mean watch it you have to search and check and make sure it has no defect so we learn from there that the Tamit just like there you have to check 4 days before the Shechita Afkan also over here every day the daily sacrifice Actually, in the in the uh, in the special office which they had the sacrifices ready, they had I think six animals. They always had to have six animals four days before, and to check and make sure that that the animal is kosher. You can offer it as as as, as a daily sacrifice. So, but the question is, why do you learn tamid from there? You said hazeh hazeh. You told me it means to exclude only this one, no one else. It's unique to the first uh, carbon Pesach in the time. 
If he says, no, shiny, awesome, there is different. The chsivit says, the mother answers, there is different. Even though it says azeh, but there, the chsivit says, tishmeru. It says you should watch. It says by the carbon tamid, tishmeru. You have to watch it. The title is telling you, you, what do you mean you watch it? What do you mean? How do you watch an animal? You're watching, protecting it, make sure that it has no defect. Well, Pesach Deiris and, and the Pesach of all generations also, it says, You should do this service on this month. He's saying, Moshe is telling the Jewish people, when he repeats Hashem's message to the Jewish people, they should offer a Pesach in Mitzrayim. So he tells them, and you should do the exact same thing going forward every year. Similarly. So just like you have to check four days before, you have to check on the sacrifice, make sure that it has no defects. So every carbon Pesach also, you need four days in advance to make sure that it has no, no, no carbon Pesach. So what is it? why does it say Hazer then? He's saying Hazer doesn't come to exclude, it doesn't mean only. You should only watch this pace, only this carbon, no other carbon. On the contrary, we learn from there every carbon you have to watch, every carbon tamid, every other carbon pesa. Elahu azeh, what's the zeh coming to teach me? Lemute pesach sheni, the kavasa. That pesach sheni, you don't have to. Tell is telling me pesach sheni, you don't have to check four days before, you don't have to check. You don't have so what we learned earlier that that you don't have to purchase there's two different things it's buying the animal four days before that only happened in Mitzrayim they were told they have to buy the animal purchase the animal and designate the animal four days before in the 10th of Nisan to publish the, the, the Egyptians would come and mock them and they should have the strength the courage for four days to publicly announce we're going to take your God and we're going to offer it as an idol. Fine. but then there's another thing checking it make sure it ha- has no defects they're separate things so when the Mishnah says that, what, that these are the, one of the things that we only do, these are the difference between the first time in Pesach, in Mitzrayim and all the other Pesach, that there they have to purchase it on the tenth. Here there's no obligation to purchase it on the tenth, but you do have to check from the tenth. You do have to check four days before. That, that's throughout the generation. But now that he's saying Zeh comes to exclude, he asks, says you should eat the meat of the, the sacrifice, sacrificial meat of the carbon basic. You have to eat it. You have to have a seder. You have to eat that meat. So it says, You're going to tell me that only the first carbon Pesach, the first time around in Egypt, oh, that was the only one they ate at night and, and, and none of the other carbon Pesach that follows? You can't say that. Of course, everyone, the seder is at night. On my cross, the Gemara ends, it says, You already said, Titus is telling you that this same thing that you're doing in Egypt, you should do all following years in the carbon Pesach, including the idea of eating at night. So why does the Titus say this coming to exclude something? So he says, Rabbi Lozab and Azariah with Rabbi Kiva. It's coming to teach me either like Rabbi Lozab and Azariah or like Rabbi Kiva. There's an argument between Rabbi Lozab and Azariah and Rabbi Kiva. To when are you allowed to eat the carbon pesach? Allah Nazaria says that you only allowed to eat the carbon pesach only till midnight. Because it says, and it says, Hashem says, I'm going to pass in Egypt at midnight. So you learn, according to Allah Nazaria, you learn that you're only allowed to eat the carbon pesach. It's the only sacrifice. Uh-huh. As it is, it's a unique sacrifice because every sacrifice you eat immediately when you offer the sacrifice that day and you continue into the next night or you continue even to the next day. This is the only sacrifice where you're not allowed to eat it the day that you offer it. You have to wait till the night time. The, the only question is, you eat it, could you eat it all night? Rabbi Kiva says, biblically, you can eat it all night. The rabbi said you should only eat it till midnight. Rabbi Lozmanai says, no, biblically, you have to finish by midnight. That's the reason we must eat afikoyman before midnight. The first seder you have to finish before midnight. Because according to Abelazim Azaria, biblically, the whole afikoyman is to commemorate, the whole afikoyman is to commemorate the, the Pesach, the carbon Pesach. According to Abelazim Azaria, the time, you, biblically, you must finish it before midnight. Mm-hmm. 
So you have to eat, must eat afikayma from midnight. According to Rabbi Kiva, you can eat it until till the morning. So only rabbinically, the rabbi said you should only eat it till midnight. But um, so therefore, we need this pasuk to teach me the time of the carbon pesach. According to Rabbi Kiva, comes to teach me because Rabbi Kiva said that I would think. Yes, the Taita tells me you have to eat it at night, a lila. But I would think, since it's similar to a peace offering, just like a peace offering, you can eat it two days and one night. So, so I would think that maybe this, you should eat two nights or one day. I mean, two nights, the first night, and you can continue the second the seder. You can continue eating it the second night. Two seders, eat it the second night. See, so comes to tell, no, but lila has This is the only night, you have to finish it that night. You only have to eat it one night. So, so I need the pasuk to teach me that. Fine. Ella may have to the Now that it says, someone who's uncircumcised. Why is he uncircumcised? Not because he's a, a Jew who doesn't care about the Torah. He cares about the Torah, but he, he can't circumcise him. What do you mean he can't circumcise? Which Jew can't he circumcise? If two of his older brothers died in circumcision, they, they died, they bled to death. So you're not allowed to you're not allowed to take a life in danger or two. Now that you know it's in this family, it runs in this family, their blood doesn't clot and they're gonna die. So he can't be circumcised, he's uncircumcised. Taylor uh-huh. says he cannot eat the carbon paste. And again, it's all talking about the first very first Pesach in Mitraya. It says boy. So just like Zeb, boy also it. But all future carbon Pesach, throughout the generations, you would be allowed to eat. You can't say that. The Pasuk says, whatever you do the, fr- the first time around Pesach Mitzrayim, you, you do every Pesach that follows. So what does boy come to teach me? Boy comes to exclude something. Only this Pesach. Now, He's coming to teach me that even though he can't join the Seder, he can't eat the Pesach, and you have to eat the Matzah Mar together with the carbon Pesach. When you had a carbon Pesach, you have to eat the Matzah Mar Pesach. So we're telling him, but he does have permission, he has an obligation to eat the Matzah. <coughs> yes, we don't allow him to eat the Pesach, but Matzah is an independent mitzvah. Like today, we, we don't have a carbon Pesach, but we still have a biblical obligation to eat Matzah, even though there's, there's, no, there's no Pesach. So the oral is not allowed to eat a carbon pesah, has an obligation to eat matzah. And murder. And murder. So it's interesting, because murder really only eat with a carbon pesah. Murder is only rabbinic. Here he says, but he has an obligation. He could eat matzah and murder. So he could eat. But, but murder maybe he could eat, but matzah you must eat. Elamayat, if that's the case, it says, that someone, let's say, who converts to Christianity, a Jew, who threw off the yoke of heaven, basically uh, like uh, feels estranged from Hashem. Ben Necher, he's acting like a goy. So he's not a Latif in the carbon pace. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu broke the tablets. He said, if one, if a Jew doesn't doesn't keep uh, he's not allowed to eat from one mitzvah carbon pesa here Jews worship surely I'm, I have to break break the luchas how can I give them the luchas tablets you're going to tell me he's coming to exclude only the first time around the first Pesach in Egypt you're not allowed to eat from that pesa but anyone else Throughout the fall, all following Pesa, even such a Jew, you have to feed him, you have to give him the carbon Pesa. Right. Why is it fair? Because the woman being divorced is much more. I guess the Russia is not a Benech. The four sons of the Seder speaking, he's sitting at the Seder, he's not a Benech, he's a Russia. But he came to the Seder. So he's not a Benech, he's not, he's not acting like totally estranged. He's sitting at the Seder, he's a rebel, he's a troublemaker, but he's sitting at the Seder. Ben Necher is someone who like rejects the whole thing. He went and converted to Christianity. He doesn't. He feels like estranged from the Jewish people. So you can tell me also, boy, boy comes to tell me he doesn't eat it, but but he can eat all following Pesach. He is allowed to eat and come Pesach. He says no. He might answer no. We said already. It says whatever you do this Pesach, you will do all the following Pesach. Why does the Torah tell me it? What does it come to exclude? Says, boy, das Only in the t- case of a carbon pesach, if a person converts 
to another religion does that disqualify him from eating from the sacred the sacred uh, animal and the sacred carbon boy it 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 yeah he's still allowed to eat truma you can come home and eat truma even though he's uh, you can give him truma even though he's converted he's a before Maybe you already learned it. Once you learn, once you learn there, it reveals in all of them. Once you reveal there, you learn in all of them. So what's the difference? What do you say? If you obligated to, in other words, matzah is independent. So I know that already. And need to teach me both. Rashi takes out this whole thing because Rashi says that the, the, this piece we're about to read makes absolutely no sense. It says that Taylor has to teach me in the case of a uncircumcised and a Jew, and the, and the Taylor needs to teach me in the case of someone who's a stranger. Because it's disgusting, a Jew is uncircumcised. You know, so it's disgusting. Therefore, the Taita says he's not allowed to eat the carbon. It's Albenecher Lemois. Someone who is a Benecher. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. This, uh, this, this, this is okay. This makes sense. It's the following piece. Albenecher Lemois. But someone who is a Benecher Lemois. Physically, he's ready to eat the carbon pesach, so it's not disgusting. Maybe he is allowed to eat from the tzrich. We ask him, "Menechah v'tayru would tell me that someone who's a strange is not allowed to eat the carbon pesach." Should name the b'shemayim is hard. It's not in the right place. No, internally is disgusting. Physically, is not disgusting. I mean, he looks perfect, but internally, his heart is corrupted. His heart is not to Hashem. He's, he's a good heart. He wants to circumcise. He's just not allowed to. Can. So if I would think maybe he is allowed to eat the carbon paste. Okay, now the Gemara continues on that. And now the Siva says, It says that a toish of an asachir is not allowed to eat from it. What's a Taish of a Sachir? Rashi says a Taish of an Sachir is referring to an Ebed Ivri, a, a Jewish slave. Hmm. So, so one is Sachir, he's rented to you for six years. Another one is Taish of after six years, said, I don't want to go free. I love my master, I love, I love the wife that he gave me, the, the maid that he gave me, and the children that I have with her. I don't want to go free. And then you puncture his ear. And uh-huh. he remains until Jubilee. So he's like settled. Toishav, he's settled. Masach. Taylor says he's not allowed to eat from it. Taylor means all future Pesach, he is allowed to eat from it. The Pesach says, whatever you do the first Pesach, you should continue doing all future Pesach. Why does it have to teach me boy? What does it come to exclude? It. That uh, giving up your religion disqualifies you from from the carbon pesa. Doesn't disqualify you from truma. So it actually has many questions. Firstly, we already learned it. Secondly, how could you say Taisha Basakhir is exempt from a carbon pesa? He's a Jew, a full-fledged Jew. A Jewish slave is a full-fledged Jew. He's 100% Jewish. The Taita doesn't exclude him. That's not what it means. Taita is telling me that even a Taisha even someone who works for you, a non-Jewish servant, a non-Jewish who works for you, he's not, he's not a Evakanani as a law of a woman, so he's obligated. He's like a Cambridge. He's obligated to bring in carbon paste. Like we learned earlier, we were discussing about evidence. But here we're talking about someone who works for you. He's a Taishav. He's a Ger Taishav. He's a, a Gentile. But he's settled. He's a citizen because he accepted the seven Noahide laws. A Ger Taishav. He's working for you. You're a worker. So you would think, listen, let me invite him to the Seder. He's part of my family. I, you know, he works for me. He's a guy. He's not a teacher in carbon A guy is not a teacher in carbon Join you in carbon so therefore, actually, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. Evidently, of course, he's obligated to bring a carbon paste. And what does he answer that, that is coming to teach me someone who converts? Converts? What does it have to do with it? Who's, the title is talking about a citizen or 
a worker. What, who's, who's, who's talking about converted? Who converted? What are you talking about? <laughs> the whole thing makes no sense. It actually just takes out this whole line, this whole... Okay. He says, and the Gemara continues. Elamiat, it says a malta oise. You should first you have to circumcise, and then you're allowed to eat from it. You're going to tell me that this is only true by the first time, the first Pesach in Egypt, but all the other future Pesachs, even, even... No, but no, it means if your son. Tell you saying that if your son is uncircumcised, the father is not allowed to eat from the carbon Pesach. So you're going to say that this prohibition only applies the first Pesach? You can't say that. It says that you should do the same. Whatever you do the first Pesach, you do all the following Pesachs. What's the title come to exclude it and not what? Yes, you're not allowed to eat. Not only if your son is uncircumcised, if any of your servants are uncircumcised, any of your slaves, non-Jewish slaves are uncircumcised, then it, it stops you from eating the Pesach. But it doesn't stop you. If you're a koyin, it doesn't stop you from eating the Truma. Elamayata now the Siva says Vatsamla Yushburu boy, the first it says you're not allowed to break a bone. Hokinami the boy in a shaver or shaver pesel data. Only in that case you're not allowed to break it, but all the future pesels you are allowed to. I'm a crowd but you should serve this same service you should do all the following pesels. Whatever applies the first pesel applies here. Elaboy Lamali, so why does it say it? Only in a kosher pesel. When is there a prohibition of breaking a bone if the Pesach was kosher? But if it's not kosher, there's no prohibition of breaking a bone. El Amiyat and Adel Siva says, You're not allowed to eat it if it's raw. So, from it. For all future generations, you don't have to roast it, you can eat it in the raw. No, whatever you do the first Pesach, you have to continue doing all the, all the following Pesach. Elamimenulamli, what does Mimenu come to teach me? What does it come to exclude? It comes to exclude what Rabitzak who said, we learned it earlier. That it comes to teach me, Mimenu, we learn, it says Mimenu by Pesach, it says Mimenu by, by tithing. So by Maishashani. So just like in your you have to eat in your shalai. So just like uh, someone who's uncircumcised cannot eat. Just like someone who's uncircumcised cannot eat uh, from the carbon Pesach, so too someone who's uncircumcised cannot eat cannot eat from the Meiser Sheni. I guess uh, there's nothing to teach me about the raw. So what we learn is that if someone is uncircumcised, is not allowed to eat. Then the mission says, How do we know you have to eat it in haste? The first Pesach in Egypt, it says in the Pesach, So we learn only that Pesach you bring with Pesach. Why doesn't he ask the same question? Um, we don't have to eat every year. Why don't you say, Why don't you say, you just said, whatever you do the first Pesach, Yeah. But I guess that's the because there's nothing else to exclude. The all the other cases we found something else to exclude. So therefore we rely on on so they usually have to do the exact same thing. But here there's nothing else to exclude. Hmm. Okay. Taisa says why he could have he could have said Oisa comes to exclude the second pace. Maybe the first Pesach, you do have to eat in a state of haste. You have to remind yourself like you're leaving Egypt. 
the Sephardim walk around, they walk around the table carrying something on their back as if they're leaving Egypt. You try to experience it. You have to experience the excess of Egypt. So maybe it's also be part of the experience. Everyone should be with their suitcase by the table. Mm-hmm. If you're ready to leave, you're in a state of haste with your shoes and your walking stick. Today, your tickets and your, and your, mm-hmm. <laughs> and your passport. You're ready to go. And, uh, and, and Ayi says, oh, you say, maybe oh, you say, Pesach Sheni, you don't have to do that. Here, the only reason is because there's nothing else to exclude. Tesis is asked, but he remains with the question. Okay. Pesach, Deiris, Neikol, Shiva, and the Pesach, Deiris, so what does it mean? Am I, am I, what's, he, what's he talking about? Ilema, Pesach, Korban, Pesach, 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 seven days? He's saying, these are the differences in the first Pesach in Egypt and every Pesach that follows. That the first Pesach is only one night. And the second, and all other Pesach are seven days. Really? All carbon Pesach you have to eat that night. There's, it's only one night. Yeah. We continue on the side B, 96B. He's talking about chametz. He's talking about chametz. That, that the prohibition of chametz is all is seven days. The Pesach of generations is seven days. But the Pesach of Mitzrayim, the prohibition of Chometz was only that night. Mikal, the Pesach Mitzrayim, Lailech, the mission is telling us that Pesach Mitzrayim, the whole prohibition for Chometz was only the 12 hours of the night. During the day, you can already eat Chometz. It was only during the, during the Seder, during the eat the Karim Pesach, they didn't have to have any Chometz. Versus now, all seven days, seven, 24 7, you're not allowed to have any Chometz. In fact, mother, how can you say that? We learn the entire day, 24 hours. It was one day. The holiday was one day. The, the prohibition of having chametz was 24 hours. The first day, because it says, you shouldn't eat any chametz. It says, today you go out. Meaning, to teach me that the day that you go leave Mitzrayim, that entire day, you're not allowed to have chametz. And I'll eat chametz, and I'll have chametz. You heard the Mishnah says one night. One night, one day. exactly. Hello, yeah. this is what the Mishnah says. What did It means one night. Eat the carbon pesos one night, and the same is true with all future carbon pesos. But But what the difference is that when it comes to chametz, it's only one day. you do all. Why does he include it in the Mishnah? Thais was asked. The whole Mishnah is teaching me things that are different. How it's different. What's different about the first Pesach that you don't, that's, that's, that's different than all future Pesachs. So why is he bringing in the, that it's eaten at night and that's the same by all Pesachs? Because hmm. he says he just wants to bring out that even though that it was, that the Pesach was one night, but the Chometh was only was, uh, that day. Mm-hmm. And Pesach Deiris is seven, even though it's similar in the sense that you only eat the carbon Pesach that night, but it's not similar, that it's not just that one day that Pesach, Chametz is prohibited, but now all seven days Chametz is prohibited. Okay, next mission is, Okay, mission Rabbi Shua says, Shemaiti, I heard, Halacha, I heard that Shetumura's Pesach Kereva, there is, if you make a tamura, Titus says you're not allowed to take an animal, a, substi- a carbon, and substitute it for a different. I'm not talking about uh, redeeming it, substituting it. I want to substitute this carbon for a different, uh, and take this animal and substitute it for this carbon. So not only do you violate a prohibition, but the only thing you've accomplished is now the substitute also becomes sacred. Mm-hmm. Now you have two, two sacred animals. It's called a tamura. So Rabbi Shumur says, so there's a Pesach, the carbon Pesach, that you designated as the Paschal lamb or the goat as a sacrifice, and then there's the tamura. I tried to substitute it. I said, I'm going to take this animal. It's going to be a substitute for the Pesach. So I learned that there's one substitute of Pesach Kadeva, that you actually offer the animal itself as a sacrifice, as a peace offering. But then there's another type, another tamura's Pesach. There's another case, another instance where if you make a tamura substitute for the Pesach, ain't a Kadeva. You cannot offer the animal itself as a peace offering in the temple, even though it's perfect, in perfect shape, what you have to do is you have to allow it to, to graze until it becomes defective. Then you sell it, and then you take the money, and with the money you can buy a sacrifice, you can buy a peace offering. 
Lefarish, but I, I I don't remember which is which which two cases of this. When when do we say that you could offer the substitute itself as a sacrifice, and when do we say you cannot offer the substitute? You have to wait until it grazes and becomes effective. You sell it, and with that money you'll buy a sacrifice. I don't remember. I'm going to the Afar. He says, "I'll explain. I'll tell you what these two cases are." If the Pesach, why? What happened was that a person lost, he designated the carbon Pesach, and then he lost it. And then, and then it was found before he slaughtered the Pesach. So since, and then he, and then he designated another Pesach, he lost it, so he took another animal and designated it. And then he found it before the Shechita. So now when he shechs the other animal, he's like taking with his own hands and rejecting, rejecting the first animal, mm-hmm. the other animal that he designated. So he's rejecting it from being a carbon Pesach. So therefore, since it's a reject, he rejected it with his own hands, even though it's a living animal, it's alive. Here, everyone agrees, if you take it with your own hands and you reject it, it's, it's rejected. And therefore, this animal can no longer be offered as a sacrifice. So therefore, what, so what do you do with this animal? Even though it's in perfect condition, you have a year, you have to let it graze, actually stuff, until it becomes defective. And then you'll sell it. you redeem the animal. The sanctity will go to the money. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, the, the sanctity will go to the money. You purchase with this money, you'll purchase, you'll purchase a peace offering. Also the substitute. The substitute that derives, becomes holy because it's a substitute for the original animal. So whatever happens to the original animal happens to the substitute. So just like the original animal. You're not allowed to offer it on the altar. You must, it has to graze until it becomes effective and only the money that you redeem it, with that money you can go and purchase a peace offering and offer that animal. So too, the tamura is the same thing, even though it's in perfect condition, you cannot offer the tamura, the substitute, as a sacrifice. You have to allow it to graze, to become defective, sell it, take that money and purchase a, a animal. So the tamura wasn't the second replacement carbon, it was just, you, you, you did a tamura on the first carbon that you lost, is that what we're saying? Yeah. There's three, there's three animals in play here. Yeah. That's but But what if you find the animal that was lost? You find it after you already slaughtered the Pesach. So this animal was never rejected. It was never in play. It wasn't around. I lost it. I took another animal and I offered a sacrifice. And later on in the afternoon, after I brought the sacrifice, it shows up. I find it. But I never rejected it as a sacrifice. So therefore, I can offer that animal itself, cut of shlavim. That animal itself, now I can offer as a peace offering. Because after Pesach, once Pesach is over, what happens to that animal was designated as a carbon Pesach? It becomes a peace offering. Now you can offer it as a peace offering. It's also the substitute, also I can offer as a peace offering. That's the mission. Dr. Gemara, why does, he do, why does Rabbi Shua have to tell me? Rabbi Shua says that I heard that there is a tumura, substitute of a Pesach. One substitute is offered itself as a sacrifice, and one substitute cannot be offered itself as a sacrifice. You have to graze and defective and sell it, etc. Why doesn't he say there's two Pesachs? The same thing, it all begins with the Pesach itself. There's one Pesach that's not brought as a carbon Pesach. What do you do with it? You can offer that animal itself as a, that sacred animal, that Pesach that was designated Pesach, now you can offer it as a peace offering. There's a Pesach that you can't offer as a peace offering. There's a Pesach that you have to let allow to graze until it becomes defective and then you sell it and with the money you purchase and buy a peace offering. So the lema, let him say Pesach Kadav or Pesach Eni Kadav. So the mother answers, Akamashma is coming to teach me He's coming to teach me because he's coming to teach me that there's also there's also a substitute for Pesach. That's also, you can't offer it a sacrifice. And that's a, that's a novelty. Because it was, never it was never pushed off, it was never rejected. The Pesach itself, if it was found before the slaughter, and now I'm going and slaughtering another animal, so I'm taking with my own hands and rejecting this animal. So it was rejected. If it's rejected, I can understand why this Pesach cannot be offered in person. But the substitute was never rejected. Substitute was never really uh, could never really be offered as a carbon base. It wasn't rejected. 
So Kamash Rulani comes to teach me that it's really also, Rashi says, Taisus finds this astonishing, but Rashi learns the Chiddush is, the mission is coming to teach me that the Tumurah really could be offered as a Pesach. If you want, if you make a substitute before the Shechita, you, if you cho- this is a, it's a kosher carbon. You can offer it as a Pesach. Taisus finds it astonishing. How could you say that? No, no, the mission, that's what mission is coming to teach me, and that's why it is rejected. That's why you cannot offer the, the, the substitute as, uh, as, a, as an offering, because it is rejected. Since it is worthy of being a carbon base, uh, that's what actually learns and understands. Since it could be offering, Taisus learns differently. Taisus says, I don't know from this, I can't, you can't, that's a big innovation to say that. That the Tumura could be offered as a carbon base? Never. I watched the Gemara, what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, so why Takenat? If it was never rejected, why can't I offer the substitute as a carbon itself? It's a perfect condition. The answer is because it's a substitute from a carbon that's rejected. Since it's a substitute for a carbon, so it can't be stronger than the original. If the original can't be offered as a sacrifice, that would explain why the substitute, even though the substitute was never rejected, but it's a substitute can't be stronger than the original that it's substituting. So if the original can't be, because it was rejected, so too the substitute mm-hmm. can't be rejected. So substitute can't be offered, cannot be offered as a sacrifice. Either way, it's a chiddush. According to Rashi, it's an astonishing chiddush. According to Teisus, it's also a big chiddush. Itma, we learn the Rabbi Rabbi said here we have an argument. Rabbi said Rabbi Rabbi says kaidum shchita lachas shchita shaninu. The difference is if it was found before the shchita, it was found lachas shchita. Mm-hmm. When is it rejected if it was around before the Shechit? Even if you slaughtered it at 4 in the afternoon and it was found at 3.30. So it was present. By the time you slaughtered it, it was present. And nevertheless, you chose the other animal and you rejected this animal. So therefore, it can't can be offered as a carbon. That's Rabbi's opinion. Versus if it's found after it was slaughtered. After. Rabbi no. The difference is between if it's before noon or afternoon. When it becomes mm-hmm. noontime and it becomes time to bring the carbon base. So if the animal is present and, and, you, and you, you're not going to slaughter it, then it's rejected. But if you find it after Chatzais, even if you find it before Shechita, it's never rejected. Yeah. It's not a reject. And therefore, you can offer that Pesach itself as a carbon shlamim and, it, and it's substitute. It says clearly in the Mishnah, before Shechita and after Shechita. Rabbi Kiva says clearly before the Shechita or after, before the slaughter, after slaughter. It doesn't say before noon or afternoon. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Zayda says... Rabbi Zayda is saying after Chatzos it was rejected? Rabbi Zayda says, yeah, automatically. No, if it was, if it was present before Chatzos, and when Chatzos comes... It was available. It was available, and, and you're not going to use it, so, so it's rejected. But if it was found after after Chatzos, by the time even when, before Shechita, yeah, even before Shechita, it was never rejected. By the time the, 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 the came time to offer the Pesach, it wasn't around. So in other words, the difference will be that if like at twelve thirty, right, you found it, right, and you hadn't shechted yet, yes, Rabbi will say it's okay. It you could no, you could shecht. Rabbi no, will say so since it wasn't since no after Chatzos. Achat says you could, you could use it. Right, according to Abzeri, you could. You could, according to Abba, you can. According to you could shech the animal itself. Right. Even though you Even though it's before Shechita. Even though it's before Shechita. In fact, the mother, according to the mother, asked Abba Zayda, Rabbi Kiva says clearly, it's the difference is before the slaughter or after. So he doesn't say the difference is before noon or an afternoon. So he says. He means, what he means to say is shchita, he means before the time of shchita. Once the time begins, the time of shchita that's the difference, before and after. This argument in Rabbi Abzeda actually predates them as an early argument amongst the, the greats, the Tanoim. It says, yeah. A Pesach that's found before he slaughtered this Pesach, Yire. That Pesach is, is rejected. Since he slaughters a different animal, so he rejects this animal. So I can't offer that animal itself as a carbon. You have to let it graze. But if it's found after Shechita, then the animal itself you can offer as a peace offering. argues, no. If it's found before Chatzah, before you begin the obligation to bring a carbon Pesach, 
then it's considered rejected. If it's found after already the time for Pesach already begun, and you already had an animal designated for it, this animal was never rejected. It was, it was too late. By noon, you have to be ready to go. He wasn't around. This animal wasn't even in play. So it was never rejected. So therefore, even if it's before the slaughter, if it's found before the slaughter, you can go ahead and offer that animal itself and it substitute itself as a carp. If it's found after the slaughter or after the time of the slaughter, then you can bring it as a peace offering. Here we have another argument, very interesting argument. The Rabbi says we only learn this only if it's found after Shechita. <coughs> and he also, the substitute he created, <coughs> he substituted it after the Shechita. So what if he found it Kaidim Shechita? The Heimer by Shechita. But if he was found before the Shechita, we said if it's found before the Shechita or before the time of the Shechita, then it's rejected, right? So it's an interesting question. It was found before the Shechita, but the Tumura, the substitute, was made after the Shechita. Mm-hmm. What happens then? <laughs> so he says, so Rav says, that, ev- that even, if it was, even if he made the substitute, the substitute, he made after the Shechita, but since the Pesach, the original, that, it's, that he's trying to substitute it for. The original the was before away, Pesach, takes the power away. Right, exactly. Since it's a substitute, it can't be stronger, it can't have more Kedusha, more than, than the original. So since the original was rejected and can't be offered, so to the the the, uh, the, the, the can't also be offered. So to the Tumura it can't be offered. <coughs> What does it say, Im Kesev? If. He should have said Kesev. A sheep. Or he shouldn't have said Kesev at all. Since he says sheep, earlier he said sheep, and then he spells out goats. Now there's only two types of sheep. There's goats and there's sheep. So I already know about sheep. Why does he have to spell out? Uh, it's talking about the uh, yeah sheep. Talking about the uh, the peace offering. Mm-hmm. Why does he have to spell out in kasev? Mm-hmm. He says if a lamb, right? In so what's he come to teach me? He comes to teach me. Im kesel rabis tumudas pesach achar pesach shakor And if he substitute a pesach after after the pesach was already offered, shakor v'shlamim, they offer it as a peace offering. That the animal itself is offered as a peace offering. You don't have to allow it to graze and to become defective and sell it. And, no, the animal itself, you offer it as a peace offering. So, okay, that's the that's the that's the price. So the question is, hey what are we talking about? If it was found, the carbon pesach was lost, was found after he already slaughtered another animal. Then he substituted after Shechita Pshita. Obviously, why, why not? Of course, it's logical, of course. Why would I think otherwise? Of course you offer the, the Pesach itself and you offer the substitute itself. Elo, love. Really, the, the Pesach itself, the Pesach that was lost, his original Pesach, designated as a Paschal lamb, was found before the Shechita. And it was rejected. So the Pesach itself, I cannot offer as a peace offering. I have to allow it to graze and become defective. But then I went ahead and I substituted it after the Shechit. So, I, I, so that's what I need a Pesach to tell me. I would think that since it's a substitute for the original, the original cannot be offered as a sacrifice, so the substitute shouldn't either be allowed to be offered as a sacrifice. The Pesach says no. Im Kevis comes to add that the Paschal lamb, in this case, the substitute lamb, I could offer itself as a sacrifice. Why? Because it was, it was done after the Shechit. And after the Shechit, it was never rejected. It's not rejected. It was, it was 
It wasn't around during the Shkip. So this refutes what Rav says. Sigmari says, no. Really, like he said originally, it was found after the lost animal, the lost lamb was found after the other animal was slaughtered. And the substitute was also done after. It's just, it's just using it to, to just to lean on it. Really, you don't need a pasuk. You're right. So why does the Torah just teach me in Kesev? It's extra. The whole word is extra. What does it come to teach me? He says, it comes to teach me it really comes to teach me the Tanya, like we learn in the Braise. Kesev, Rabbi Comes to teach me that even a carbon Pesach, you have to offer the, the tail. Mm-hmm. And the im, im which is extra, Shemirim Kesev, Rabbi's Pesach, Sha'avrish Nasei, that Pesach, a Pesach has to be less than a year old. The goat or the sheep has to be less than a year old. What if you designate a carbon Pesach and then it turned a year old? It's over a year. I cannot offer it as a carbon pesos. So what do I do with it? So come to teach me that uh, that you offer it as a as a peace offering. Pesach offers shnas shlamim aboyim machmas pesach, and also a, a, a pesach that passed and now becomes a shlamim a peace offering. So it comes to teach me l'chol mitzvah shlamim. You have to do with it all the mitzvahs of shlamim, things that you wouldn't do to a carbon pesach. But now that this carbon pesach turned into a peace offering, you have to treat it 100% like a peace offering, which means you have to lean on the animal with all your strength. Libations, none of this you have by pesach. You don't lean on the carbon pesach. There's no libations to the carbon pesach. And the peace offering, you have to lift up the, 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 the shank, the, the breast and the shank. But none, of, but none of this will be done with the carbon pesach. But now that the carbon pesach turned into a peace offering, the Torah is coming to add. You have to do all the laws of a peace offering. When he says vimeis, and if it's a goat, he's coming to interrupt, limit to teach me. That that only a sheep, you have to offer the fat. A goat, and the same thing as is an ox. You don't have to offer. A cow, you don't have to offer an axe. You, you don't have to offer the 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 the, the, uh, the uh, tail. Yeah. Only only the tail end. Only the uh, only the sheep and the ram. The only ones you have to offer the fat of the tail lamb, and you start with the kidney. Start at the end of the kidney. It says lumas ha'atza. is advice because the kidney, you know, has a brain of its own. You know, it's like you say. Uh, you know, there's a wisdom. There's wisdom. Kloyas yoyetzes. There's wisdom in the kidney. There's wisdom in, in, in your gut, like a like a gut knowledge. So, so the Torah says, "Lumas ha'atza." That's the starting with the kidney and lower down, all the way to the tail. You have to offer it on the altar. So it's only only the sheep and not and not the goat. Others say that this whole discussion between Rav and Abaya was actually on the first part of the mission, not not the second part. We learned it on the second part. That if it's found, the mission says if it's found after the shechita, then then and then you could offer the substitute itself as a sacrifice. Others say Rav is saying it in the first half of the mission, the first part, when he says, "A pesach The pesach was found. The lost pesach was found before the slaughter of the pesach. In that case, then you cannot offer the Pesach or the, the substitute. You have to allow it to graze, to become wounded, to sell it, and take that money and purchase a peace offering. We didn't learn this. This is only true if it was found before the Shechita and you also substituted it before the Shechita. But if, if it was slaughtered, it was found before the shechita, you substituted after the shechita, then you could bring the substitute as an offering. Mm-hmm. The contrary, he says you could bring. Exact opposite, according to this version, exact opposite of the other version. My time, what's the reasoning? Because ki cover shechita midle the shechita, when does the shechita said it and said that this is a shechita and everything else is rejected? Whatever is worthy, whatever is present. The Tumura wasn't even present then. It wasn't even present. It wasn't even holy yet. It, it wasn't an option. 
until you substituted it, it wasn't a holy, it was a regular animal. So what do you mean rejected? It wasn't even ready to be offered. Only it's something that was ready to be offered that's sacred and holy and it's an optional and I could offer it and I reject it. That's a rejection and I cannot offer that animal itself as a sacrifice. But the Tamura, the substitute, I substituted it after, after the Shechita. So the time of the Shechita was never rejected. We learn from the Brice that we just learned. That the Tamura that the substitute of a Pesach, after the Pesach, they offer it as a peace offering. And I would think so too, also, if you find it before the Pesach, you find it before, you should also offer it as a substitute. Oh, it's a different price. That only, you only offer it. It's a Pesach offering. But the substitute is not offered. You can't offer the substitute as a carbon peso. Mm-hmm. No, there's a type of tamura which is not offered. Rashi says we'd learn that of course there's a, a substitute could be offered if it's if it's done from a proper pesa. But there is a type of substitute which you, you cannot offer as a carbon peso. What are we talking about? Maybe because if it was found before the Shechita and he substituted before the Shechita. Shechita. Obviously. Surely I can, I, can, I can offer it as a carbon. Why not? I'm sorry, Shechita the like carbon. No, obviously I can't since it was rejected because it was set. It was the time to bring the carbon Pesach and I rejected it. So for sure, you, I for sure you can't bring a current pesach. I don't need a pasuk to teach me im keves. Who, who rates Rashi? Right. <clears throat> we must say he's talking about it was found before the shechita. but he substituted it after the shechita, and he's coming to teach me that nevertheless, even though it was after the shechita. Nevertheless, he can't bring as a carbon because since it's coming to substitute something that the original he can't bring as a carbon, the original was rejected, so even though this was not rejected, but the substitute can be stronger than the original. So he says, Tiyufta, the Rav, Tiyufta. And that, that's Takad Allah. Allah is that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it was substituted before the Shechita or substituted after Shechita. As long as the Pesach was before the Shechita, then you can't offer the Pesach and you can't offer a substitute. You have to graze, become defective, sell it, take that money and purchase a peace offering. To be continued, I think tomorrow you're going to be, you have to learn on your own. I don't think we're going to have time to learn it publicly. Right. So uh, learn it on your own and, we'll get, and uh, we'll get back on Sunday morning. We're getting there. Everyone have a, a, f- a joyful Pesach. 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 P